Praise the Lord, everybody. How many know that all you got to do is call him? And he'll be right there. And he'll answer your prayer. Amen. Uh, Brother Witherspoon, I've been instructed to tell you to come up. Amen. In obedience to God, I do give him reverence to your pastor. Amen. I thank him for allowing me to come. Amen. To Lady Jones. Amen. And to all of you who are here, to my, my brothers that are here. Amen. Minister Jermaine Jones. Amen. Uh, Minister MacArthur Weatherspoon II. Amen. Of the New Hearts Church. And then to Minister Jerry Davis III from the Showers of Blessings Church of God in Christ. Amen. It is a pleasure to be here. Amen. Uh, to Mother Jones. Amen. I yield respect to you. Amen. And to our the mother from our church. Amen. Who slipped away. Amen. And surprised me this morning. Amen. Mother Virginia Minor. Amen. We thank you for coming from the Shepherd of Life Church. Amen. Uh, standing here. Amen. Is black history even for me. Amen. And I'm very humbled to be here with you this morning. Amen. I have black history in this church, in this building out there on the cornerstone. My grandfather's name is on there. Amen. When this was the rising star, amen, Baptist church, he helped build this building. Amen. So it's a very bittersweet moment for me to stand here in front of you at the work of his hands. Amen. When my family came from Oklahoma, this is where my father grew up. Amen. And so I'm thankful to be here this morning. Amen. To the Jones family who was raised with my mother and her sisters. Amen. So I'm at home. I have a bunch of family here. Amen. And I'm honored to be here with you on today. I've been given strict instructions, instructions amen, and so I'm going to follow those. Amen. Let us look to God in prayer. Father, we come to say thank you for this day, God. We thank you for your people who have assembled themselves here. God, we thank you for the visitation of your Holy Spirit, God, and we thank you for your spirit being here even right now. God, I pray that you would give me preaching power, God, to say what it is that you would have your people to hear this morning. God, for you are the potter, I am the clay. I ask that you would shape and mold me after thine own will. Help me to rightly divide the word of truth, that your people may see all of you and none of me. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, and we all said amen. 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 Going quickly to a familiar psalm, amen, to Psalm 100. Amen. To Psalm 100. Amen. We're going to drop all the way down to the fifth verse. Amen. It's an honor to be here with you, and from my Youth and young adults, amen, from California State, amen, whoop, whoop, I have to toot that real quick. Amen. I have enjoyed myself over here. It is a Holy Ghost party happening over here. Y'all done made me sing. Y'all done got me to dance, amen. I'm having a good time. Amen. I call him Uncle. Uncle Terrell could have just went on and gave the word, amen, and I'd have been on my way. Amen, but I thank you for that. Psalms 100, and beginning at the fifth verse, and it reads as following, For the Lord is good, 
His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. I'll say that again. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. I don't really have a subject this morning. Amen. And so you hear the word. Amen. And when it's over with, whatever you got out of the word this morning, amen, you can go ahead and make that your subject. Is that okay? Amen. But this morning, we just want to talk about good mercy endures to all. Amen. Those are the points. Amen. Uh, Black History Month, amen, in honor of Black History Month. I don't think it's a uh, secret at this point, but I've been black all my life. Amen. And one thing that I know about being black, amen, is I know us. I haven't been alive that long, but I've been alive long enough, amen, to know us, amen. And because I know us, amen, it has caused me to start at the bottom of David's song, amen. The reason why I started at the bottom is because the psalm opens up with a bunch of instructions, Amen. It tells us to make. Amen. It tells us to know. It tells us to come. It tells us to be. Amen. It tells us what to do. But one thing that I know about us is that we don't like being told what to do, where to be, how to be, and when to do it without being told why. Amen. So I thought because I know us that I would start at the why. Amen. Before we get to the commands. Amen. You can sit there and look at me like you want to. Amen. But I know I'm telling the truth. Amen. It's only us even on the job force. Amen. Uh, uh, if the boss calls one of our co-workers, amen, into the office, they just simply slip away and say, I got to go and meet the supervisor. But when it comes to one of us, amen, we have to send an email I got to find out why they calling me into the office in the first place. Amen. Are they going to recognize me? Are they going to give me a raise? Amen. Or am I going to need a union representative? Y'all know how it is. Don't, don't act like I'm all by myself this morning. Uh, uh, we, we, we got to keep a paper trail. Amen. Just in case, because you never know. Amen. When something might pop off. Uh, Erica, I know you a boss. I hope we don't do that to you. Amen. But amen. That's just the way that it goes. Amen. So we're going to start with the why. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Uh, I've been in church all my life. Amen. And when I was coming up, a lot of the generation don't know anything about this today. But when I was coming up, we were in church seven days a week. We were in church every single day. Uh, on Monday evening, we had uh, what we call layman and mission meetings. Amen. I wasn't a man, amen, but I was a male, so I had to be there. On Tuesdays, we had choir rehearsal. Wednesday, we had prayer meeting and Bible study. Thursday, we had to have another choir rehearsal. We wasn't allowed to have one rehearsal and get up on Sunday. We had to make sure that it was done right. On Friday, we had what we called evening service. 
on Saturday morning, we got up for what we called youth and young adult meeting. And then on Sunday, we went to something known as Sunday school. After Sunday school, we had morning worship. After morning worship, we didn't go home. We had to stay and eat whatever was cooked because we had to be there for a 3 o'clock program. Anybody here know exactly what I'm talking about? We had to be there for a 3 o'clock program. And even after the 3 o'clock program was over, we still weren't allowed to go anywhere. We had to eat the refreshments that was reserved for the guests after 3 o'clock service. We stayed long enough. I've been raised Baptist all my life because at 5 o'clock we had something that was known as BTU. We had to stay for Baptist Training Union. And then just when you thought you were off the hook because you've been in church all day, we had something that was known as Sunday night service. We were literally in church all day, every day. On the first Sunday, we reserved something in the evening that was known as the Lord's Supper. We don't know too much about the Lord's Supper today because we serve the Lord's brunch. But when I was coming up, we had to serve the Lord's Supper. And in this particular service of the Lord's Supper, there was something that was a part of the service that happened every first Sunday. Don't y'all look strange at me, but we had something that was known as testifying service. I wonder, do I have a witness in the house that know anything about testifying service? The deacons would say testifying is now open and somebody would stand up and they would say, I have to testify at this moment. And they would open up their mouth and they would say, first, give an honor to God. Come on, y'all know it. Who is the head of my life? To the pastor, to the deacons, and to all of my father's children that have assembled themselves here on tonight. I didn't come to say a whole lot, but I simply rose because I could not sit down there and not testify about how good God has been to me. They will begin to testify and talk about how God had woke them up that morning. And how God had started them on their way and how he had given them the activities of their limbs. And they were clothed and in their right mind. And the old saints would say, and the Lord gave them a reasonable portion of health and strength. And because of that, I got to tell God, thank you. Church, I want to let you know that God has been good to me. Then they would continue to say, saints, when I look back over my life and I see where the Lord has brought me from, truly I can say that the Lord has, I'm sorry, I feel like preaching, brought me from a mighty long way. And I'm wondering if there's anybody in here that can borrow that testimony and you can say that the Lord has kept you and the Lord has brought you from a mighty long way. I'm just making sure I'm still in the same house. Uh, for, for the Lord, for is a preposition of assurity. It lets you know that what's about to be said is, in fact, a fact. And so David says it is a fact that the Lord is good. Let me break that down to you. The word good in the Hebrew is, uh, is called tob, T-O-W-B. It has the meaning that says beneficial and pleasant. 
David says that the Lord is beneficial and he is pleasant. Listen, somebody ought to shout right there because in an economy and in a country where we have a government shutdown, I thank the Lord that his benefits never shut down and they never run out. Even in the midst of a shutdown, the Lord will still keep you and he will sustain you. I wonder if I had anybody in here that was affected by that shutdown, but you know that it was by the grace of God that your life didn't shut down when the government shut down. He says that he is beneficial and he is pleasant. That's where you got the hymn where he says the Lord is pleasant to me uh, because I know he walks with me. And the Lord talks with me. He continually tell me that I am his own. The Lord is beneficial. But I have to back it up from there because you have to understand that David says that it is a fact that the Lord, when, when, when you look at this text, Lord is all capitalized. And when you look at that, it's talking about not just the name of God, but the personality and position of simply who God is. If you look at it in the original Hebrew, you will get the word Yahweh. Out of Yahweh, you get the meaning that it just simply means that God is. I wish somebody was in here helping me to know exactly who God is. When you think about Yahweh, Yahweh means I am that I am. It's the same person that was there when Moses, when Moses asked him, who shall I say sent me? God said, tell him that it was I am that sent you. Y'all act like y'all don't know who I am here. I am is the one that when the earth was without form and void, he created it. I am is the one that put the mountains out in the field. I am is the one that hung the stars in the sky. I am is the one that put the moon in the sky. I am is the one that hung the sun in the sky. I am is the one that put the water in the sea. Anybody know who I'm talking about? I am is the one that put the fowl in the air. I am is the one that put the fish in the sea. I am is the one that put the beast in the field. And I am is the one that took dust from the ground and he created man and with his own breath he breathed into his nostrils and he shaped and formed us in his image and we exist today that's who I am David says for I am is beneficial and I am is pleasant y'all don't hear me in this this morning Uh, uh, uh. he says I am anybody know who I am is let me come down your road the old saints would say I am is a lily of the valley I am is a bright and morning star. I I am is a rose of Sharon. I I am is a great I am. Anybody know him? Somebody said he's a mother for the motherless and he's a father for the fatherless. He's a friend for the friendless. He is I am. John on the Isle of Patmos said that he's a king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. He said he's alpha and he is omega. He is the beginning and he is the end. Isaiah said that he's wonderful. He's a counselor. He's a mighty God. He's a prince of peace. He's the everlasting father. I wish I had somebody here knew who I'm talking about. Ezekiel said he is a wheel in the middle of a wheel. And I wish I had somebody that would testify this morning and say that I know he's a way out of nowhere. He is, I am, a heart fixer, and he is a mind regulator. I wonder if he has anybody that know that God has been good to them this morning. 
you too, like the songwriter, can say, for the Lord is good. Y'all sit down. Y'all getting me excited too fast. For the Lord is good. For I am is beneficial. For I am is pleasant. Don't you thank God that you, he's beneficial to you this morning? We live in a society where a whole lot of people don't mean us any good, but I thank God uh, for his benefits this morning. <laughs> his benefits touched me this morning, and my eyes opened, and I beheld a brand new day. His benefits allowed me to travel over the dangerous streets and highways of Sacramento, and I made it to the house of prayer, and his benefits is keeping me even when I'm in here right now. And because of that, God deserves to be praised this morning. For the Lord is good. I'm moving on. For the Lord is good. Next, his mercy is everlasting. Y'all missed y'all shout in there. I, it's okay because when I first read it, I've been hearing it all my life. I didn't think of it that way either. Uh, uh, so what I did was I did something. Uh, I went on Google and I began the dictionary. Uh, uh, I began to look up the word in the dictionary, mercy. And what I discovered that the word mercy uh, uh, means is mercy means compassion and forgiveness from whom has the authority to punish. Let me try this again. Mercy means compassion and forgiveness from whom who has the authority to punish. What is David saying? David is saying that I am is beneficial and I am is pleasant, but I am also has the authority to punish me. But instead of punishing me, he forgives me. You can sit in here and act like you're holy all you want to. You can sit in here dressed like you are. You can sit here and act like you got it all together. But there was a time in your life where you were tore up from the flow up. You were messed up and you were too mean to die and you were unfit to live. But God still had grace and mercy. And if you would be honest with somebody in here, you could say we all was an ex-something. But it was only by the mercy of God. And no, I don't have it together every day. I don't, I don't always get it right. But yet and still, God still has mercy. God still has mercy on me. As a matter of fact, some of us wasn't doing what we were supposed to do last night, but he still had mercy to allow you to come in here this morning and still give him praise. I, 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 I don't know anybody else but God that will allow you to continue to mess up and he'll still give you chance after chance. He'll keep forgiving you over and over and he'll still allow you to praise his name even when you mess up where folks would have cut you off and where folks would have written you off a long time ago, God says that I'm still going to have compassion. Matter of fact, it was on what we call an old rugged cross that he took our sin and he bore our shame and he let them beat him and whip him all night long. He allowed them to put a crown of thorns over his head. He allowed them to nail him to a cross so that his mercy would be everlasting. And I wonder if I got anybody here this morning that's excited that God showed you some mercy. 
that you too were like the blind man that were on the side of the road when you said, thou son of David, God, I need you to have some mercy on me. And, 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 and I thank God that whenever I call him, he's always there to answer. Big Mama used to say that Jesus is on the main line. All you got to do is call him up. Yes, his line is never busy. Uh, I wonder if I had two people in here that could say, I called on the Lord. And he heard me. David said that I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. He said, the humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Then David said, oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. Hallelujah, for the Lord is good. Then David closed it and said, I sought the Lord. And he what? Heard me and delivered. He delivered me. David said he had mercy on me. See, some of y'all in here like David, y'all got some testimony that you can say you've been through some stuff. You done been through some storm and some rain. But you got the three Hebrew boys testimony that you can say you've been through the fire. But when they looked in there and they saw that there was four of y'all in there because somebody in here can testify that while I was going through While I was going through, God came in and stepped in the midst of my situation. And the only reason why I'm here right now is because God stepped in. I wish I had about 10 of y'all this morning that said, I could have lost my mind. I could have thrown in the towel. I could have called it quits. I could have blown somebody's brains out. I could have slapped somebody in the face. But it's because God kept me and stepped in my situation. That I'm here right now. Woo. For the Lord is good. And his mercy, not only does he just give us mercy, but I thank God that his mercy is not for one time. I thank God that his mercy doesn't strike out. But the Bible says that his mercy is everlasting. <laughs> for the Lord is good. I'm almost through. I told you I had strict instructions. I got to move on. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth. Ha, yes, I like that. And his truth endureth to what? All generation. The Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting. His truth. I thank God that his word never fails. I thank God that the word of God never returns unto him void. I thank God that he keeps all of his promises. In a society where we are often let down by people, where people never keep their word, and then living in a society where we have number 45 sitting at the big house, I thank God 
that we don't have to rely on his word, but we can rely on the truth of God. I thank you because I'm on my way out of here now because his truth endureth to all generation. I thank God that it does not matter what it looks like. I thank God that it does not matter what it feels like. I thank God that I got his word that is everlasting. I want to encourage somebody this morning that it don't matter what the enemy say. It does not matter what your friends say. It does not matter what a hater has to say about you. All that matters is what God says about you. And I'm glad that God's word is everlasting. Isaiah said the grass withereth and the flower thereof fadeth. But the word of our God shall stand forever. And I wonder if there's anybody holding on to the word of God. And you know that you have a sure foundation even in the word of God. I'm going to encourage somebody this morning uh, to hang on to God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things that are eternal. All you got to do is hold on to God's unchanging hand. And I want to guarantee somebody that he will be right there for you. I wish I had five people in the house this morning that you could just touch your neighbor and tell your neighbor that the reason why I'm here right now is because God has kept me. The reason I'm here right now is because God has brought me. The reason I'm here right now is because he kept his angels around me. I should have been dead a long time ago, sleeping in my grave. But it's because of the goodness of Jesus and it's because of his mercy that lasts forever. And it's because of his word that I'm here right now. I wish I had somebody else in here today that can lean over on another neighbor and tell your neighbor that it's only because of God that I did not lose my mind. It's because of the grace of God that I'm still here right now. And I thank God for his word. His word tells me that I can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthens me. I want to leave you another encouragement. Be not dismayed. Whatever be time, God will take care of you beneath this wings of love abide. God will take care of you. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Let me see your hand. If he made a way for you, let me see your hand. If he brought you out, let me see your hand. If he brought you through, you ought to shout thank you. You ought to shout thank you. Hey, thank you. He's been real good. High five another neighbor and tell your neighbor, I got five reasons to thank the Lord this morning. Number one, he's been good. Number two, he's been good. Number three, he's been good. Number four, he's been good. Number five, he's been good. If I had 10,000 tongues, 
If I had 10,000 tongues, it wouldn't be enough to tell you how he brought me, to tell you how he made a way for me, to tell you how he brought me over. And I gotta say thank you. I gotta say thank you. Thank you. I got a testimony. I'm reminded of a hymn that says, I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore, very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more. But the master, but the master, but the master of the sea, he heard my cry, and from the waters, he lifted me. Now safe am I. It was love that lifted me. It was love that lifted me. When nothing else, when nothing else could help. The testimony blessed assurance Jesus is mine oh what a foretaste of glory divine I am an heir of salvation purchased by God born of his spirit watching his blood this is this is my story this is this is my song, praising my Savior, praising my Savior all the day long. Now can I take it back up, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, oh ye lands, because he's been good. He's been good. I wish I had 10 people that would just shout out of your belly, thank you, Jesus. Listen, listen, listen. I hear the Holy Ghost saying there are five people in here. You've been praying to God for him to turn a situation around for you. You know who you are and you know what it is. I'm hearing the Spirit saying that your deliverance, your quick deliverance, is predicated on your best praise. And God has been waiting for somebody to recognize how good he's been before he brings you out. Now, if that's you this morning, I dare you to begin to give God a praise because your blessing, your deliverance, it's predicated on your praise. Come on, thank him in advance. Thank him in advance. Praise him like it's yours. Praise him like you already got it. Praise him like it's already yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. Reach up. Reach up. Reach up. Reach up. You got the victory. No weapon formed 
against you shall prosper. You're more than a conqueror. Greater is he that's within you than he that is. Come on and praise him like you got it. Come on, praise him like it's yours. Come on, praise him like it's yours. You already got it. He's waiting on you to grab it. Hey, grab it. 